What's up, guys? Welcome to the Social Bamboo Podcast, teaching only the fastest and most sustainable social media growth strategies out there. I'm your host, Derek Vidal, and on today's episode, we are talking about what entrepreneurship failure really looks like. Before I get into that, though, I gotta say, we are coming up on episode 200. I have spent the entire day working on a massive giveaway that I'm going to be giving away over $4,000 worth of coaching programs to quite a few of you, okay? It's not like a one winner kind of thing. There's going to be 16 different winners uh, for those of you who listen to episode 200. And I'm also going to give away something to every single one of you that listens to that episode as well. So there's going to be over $4,000 of paid coaching programs given away, but I will also be debuting um, a brand new free guide that is just taking me so long. I want to make it as detailed uh, as possible. And writing is not nearly as much my forte as speaking. Uh, So uh, yeah, it's taking me a little bit to reread over everything. And I always write every sentence like eight times before I move on, but uh, it's coming along and uh, it will be ready for episode 200 where all of you will get that for free. But it's going to be a really exciting episode. And uh, I'm still debating on episode 100 for those of you who have been listening that long, I I got kind of drunk on episode 100. I don't know if you remember that. I poured myself quite a strong drink and I took a couple shots beforehand. I don't know. I was like, this would be interesting maybe. And and I think it was. I mean, it was, it was a good episode. I don't know how much it was due to the alcohol, but I was debating it for 200. So let me know. Shoot me a DM. You're like, hey, we want to hear full rant, D-Rec. That's my high school nickname that has carried on with me. Uh, you know, on, on episode 200, or you're like, come on, just give us the fucking, you know, the social media tips. You don't need to be uh, drinking on the podcast, Derek, but uh, I think it would be entertaining for you guys, and I'm just trying to drive some listens, all right? So if you think that would be entertaining for you, then so be it. I shall do it. But for right now, let's get back to this episode. What does entrepreneurship failure look like? And I think the word failure is just one that we really have never found a better word for it. And it really doesn't make a lot of sense. And hopefully this episode will really show you why um, it doesn't really make a lot of sense to use that word. And the reason why is because you can go through thousands of failures with the correct mindset and never feel like one. You can go through all these mistakes and not really feel like a failure if you don't have this personal attachment and this egoic attachment to your results. Uh, if, if every bad result you get then affects who you think you are, uh, then yeah, that, that would have a chance to feel like failure. But if you have the right mindset about making these mistakes, then you really won't feel like a failure at any point during it. So I just failed a bunch over the last month, and I just wanted to show you what that looks like so you can tell me if you think I should feel like I'm a failure or not. And the examples that I'm going to give are going to be relevant to about 95, honestly, plus percent. Obviously, this is a stat I made up on the spot, so it's very accurate, Uh, but really the majority you know, a very large majority of mistakes and failures that happen in entrepreneurship are going to be uh, very similar to the examples I'm about to give you. The small fraction of them outside of that, which I do have some of those too, where uh, you might lose thousands of dollars. 
in a day. Like I had $7,000 worth of product taken from our Amazon warehouse one time. I'll, I'll do that story uh, later. I've given it away on a webinar before. I, I used to tell that story on a popular webinar that I did, but I don't think it exists out there right now. But I'd totally give you guys the insights of how someone stole $7,000 of our product from an Amazon warehouse that was like, they, they uh, yeah, I'm not going to get into it right now. But yeah, that's a story for another time. Be sure you hit the subscribe if you want to hear that. And be sure you subscribe so that you don't miss episode 200 as well. Uh, but uh, this is what most entrepreneurship failure looks like. It really doesn't look like the you got sued and you lost thousands of dollars and crazy stuff happened. So in the month of November, I set a few goals for myself to chase after. One of them was to hit 1,000 subscribers on my YouTube channel by February 1st, so yesterday. And um, I was probably at uh, 400-ish area around that time, maybe uh, creeping on 500. And I was like, okay, it's taken me quite a long time to get here and a lot of videos, but I've gotten a lot better. I've gotten better at thumbnails, better at doing the titles and the keywords. And I'm starting to get some videos to really take off and I'm catching some subscribers. Let me, let me set a goal that's kind of ambitious based off of the results I've gotten so far to get to a thousand subscribers by February 1st. And I was chugging away at it. Um, I should have got the exact numbers, but I came out with a lot of videos over the last couple of months here. Uh, probably about eight last month and similar numbers than month before, which is more than I typically do. Uh, there are some videos that I came out with, like when Instagram was coming out with uh, new updates, like the Instagram subscriptions and the like get getting paid on reels and like replying to reels with a comment, like all those updates when they would come out, I'd instantly just turn on my camera, start filming something because I was like, all right, this would give me a solid chance to hit that thousand subscriber level because I'm this small channel. So it's really hard for me to go on to these really saturated key phrases like how to grow on Instagram, right? The the main ones that have a ton of search traffic uh, are a little bit harder for me to compete on. Not that I don't try for them, uh, but they're a little less guaranteed that I'm gonna get my views. Uh, but I was like, all right, maybe if I, uh, every Instagram update that comes out over the next couple of months, I just instantly film a video so I can be one of the first ones on it. That should help. And it definitely did. Uh, I got nearly a thousand views on two of those update videos and my channel. Uh, I'm not going to reveal how many subscribers I have, but uh, not that many, right? Uh, and uh, I was coming down to the wire. Uh, last week, I was probably at like 650 subscribers. I was one week away from uh, my 1,000 subscriber goal, and I decided to come out with three more videos. So one of them was like I found some old footage that uh, I was like, wait, this should actually be used for something. I edited it so it was appropriate for YouTube video, did all that, um, you know, put so much effort into the thumbnail, so much effort into the keyword research because I was like, this video has to do well. And I clipped my recent podcast into a couple clips too and um, published them all and I put my maximum effort into it. And then on February 1st, I had uh, 694 subscribers and uh, I failed, all right? So I came up short. Now, despite not hitting the goal and even like the last couple days, I could see that the chances were against me that I wasn't gonna hit it. Does that mean that a couple days before, I'm like, well, it doesn't look like I'm going to hit 1,000, so I might as well give up? 
Um, is that how my thought process went? Or did I say, all right, well, I've got three days to get 300 subscribers. How the hell am I doing it? All right, well, let's come out with three more videos and just see if it works. And you want your goals to inspire action. And when most people set goals, they look at it from the egoic mind standpoint of, well, what if I fail? And then that like, you know, is a reflection of me as a human or like my capabilities and like, and you just let it turn into this, uh, really it just compounds into the story about yourself of why you can't do anything. And, and if you let it go into that, like, I would think I was such a failure at this point with the amount of failures that I put myself through. If I had that kind of mindset, I would be thinking I was a much bigger failure than a lot of you have. Uh, I've just really put myself through so much and I don't really see it as that. Okay. So when I was going down that stretch and seeing that the odds were against me, all that it was doing is like, now my mind is coming up with questions of, well, now I have to get 300 subscribers in three days. So that question is going to result a better answer than before when I was asking in November, all right, I got to get uh, you know 500 more subscribers over the next three months. That was making me come up with answers like, yeah, just come out with a couple videos. And that didn't work, right? And then now I was like, okay, let's do this. And I'm going to go back through every other video that is not doing well. And I made new thumbnails for all those videos. And a lot of them that were just totally dead, I went in and I edited their descriptions. And I went back through and changed the keywords based off of new research that I had done on how to do keywords. And uh, some of the videos, you know, we're getting some more views and Overall, my channel looks way better than it did the month before because I was doing every little thing I could to hit that goal and knowing that I'm not going to do like I'm not going to even think about not hitting the goal or, oh, man, what if I don't hit it from like a point of like sadness or anything like that until the last second, until it's February 2nd, then the goal is not lost yet. So what else can I do? And then I didn't hit it. And then moving on, right? And that is, uh, that's one of the failures that I had recently. Another failure that I had, I, in that same month in November, I said, I need to up the amount of podcast downloads that I'm getting in a month. And I think the previous month was something a little bit over 20,000. And I said, let's get that up in November. Let's set a goal for 25 thousand. And I did a lot more research than I typically do in the titles. I uh, put more descriptions in there. I mean, I came out with uh, episodes, like releasing them on time at 6am Monday and Thursdays mornings is actually one of the biggest things that I can do to make sure I get the most plays in a month. So I made sure that I didn't miss. uh, I I, might have missed like one uh, episode, I think that was a little bit late. Uh, but for the most part, if I come out with episodes that are on time in the morning, I'm going to get a lot more plays. And I'm just like, all right, these are all the little things that I need to do to increase my plays this month. And I did t- 24,155 plays. I had a goal of 25,000, 24,155 plays is what I arrived at. Total failure, obviously. So, you know, might as well quit at this point because. I couldn't even hit that goal, but I did say, I said, you know what? I'm not going to quit yet. I set a goal for 30,000 plays in December and I was able to hit that. Let me see. It's on my board. 
30,505 is what I arrived at in December. So I barely hit my goal there and it probably came down to the last day. And what was I doing in each of these cases in that last week when I, where I could see that my goal is going to be coming down to the wire? Was I like, dang it, I don't think I'm going to hit it and accepting that before it was over? Or was I thinking, okay, what else can I do? You already know the answer. It's the second one. So in November, like the end of the month, where I was like, damn it, like I'm not going to hit it. You know you were getting Instagram posts and emails about like, listen to this podcast episode when it came down to that last week. Actions that I wasn't going to do otherwise had I not set a time-sensitive goal, okay? Your goals have to be time-sensitive. Otherwise, it will never result in massive action. Goals are to drive massive action, not to make you feel like a failure when you come up a little bit short. Because who is the only person that could get me in trouble for not hitting these goals? Myself. And am I going to get myself in trouble? Honestly, in the past, I used to get myself in a lot of trouble for missing goals. And then I more uh, saw how much control I had and and got a little bit easier on myself uh, than I used to be. Uh, but as like as long as I don't accept the result until it is actually over and I'm putting in every bit of action I can until that last moment, then there is nothing, there is no such thing as regret that exists because you did your best. If you do your best, nothing, there is no such thing as regret that exists. And that's why I'm like, what the hell is this entrepreneurship failure that everyone keeps talking about? Because even like in the cases where I got like $7,000 worth of product stolen from Amazon, I mean, I was able to create a webinar out of that story. So great. Like I, I needed that story as a means of teaching. And that's kind of why it's cool to be in like a position of entrepreneurship teaching as well. Cause like every failure, I'm like, all right, that's going to be a podcast episode in a year. Uh, and I usually uh, teach you guys about my failures uh, at least over a year after they happen is the funny thing. So like the failures that I'm experiencing now, you'll hear about in a year once I overcome them. I'm not going to tell you about them until I overcome them. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of the interesting thing about the podcast, but also just my mentality of when I encounter these failures, these things where I come up short a little bit. So there's a couple examples for you. And um, yeah, I've got some other goals set here. Oh yeah, one more. I'll, I'll talk about in the phys physical sense. So I've got a buddy that he and I have been sparring recently we got some boxing gloves and both of us had been you know hitting our heavy bag for months and then we uh were like hey we should actually you know hit a non-inanimate object for once and and actually try this out so we scheduled a date to to spar and my buddy charlie is quite a bit better uh is quite a bit in better shape than me and uh, that's how I like it, right? I'd way rather be the underdog than the one expected to win, honestly, because it's free motivation. So I like I was the one to schedule this too. I was like, hey, we're sparring on this day, like buy a cup, buy a headgear, buy the mouthpiece, like whatever we need, buy it. And I set a date. And then leading up to that, 
it was really easy to get myself to go to the gym because I'm like, well, you're going to freaking die. So, like, you know, in a, in a couple weeks here. So, like, let's try to get this, you know, improved as much as possible uh, cardio wise. And uh, I was doing things like I did like ice baths and I did like Wim Hof breathing technique, which I'm pretty consistent at already. But I was uh, I really upped it for the weeks coming up to it. And I was doing everything that I could to just make sure that I was in the best physical performance that I could be in that little stretch. And uh, we, I, I sparred him like a few days ago and I was no match for him, honestly. Like he totally had me beat in the cardio department and that's really how you win fights. Uh, you know, if you're not trying to go for knockouts, then it's really going to be whoever can uh, last the longest. And he just kept gassing me and uh, yeah, failed again, right? So Maybe I shouldn't have even scheduled that date, right? Because now I'm a failure. That's not what happens, guys. I scheduled the date so I could make sure I showed up for the gym leading up to it. You're setting goals to create motivation for yourself, to create direction for yourself, and to create the proper questions being asked in your mind. Whenever you set a big goal, I have to do this. I have to get this many followers in this many days. All right, well, if I had to do it, if my life was on the line, and I had to do it, like, what would I do? Now you're getting somewhere rather than just, I need to grow my following this year. Cool. If you grow by three followers, you, you did it. You can't be setting these goals that don't allow you to fail or succeed just for the sake of protecting your ego of not feeling like a failure because you will not feel like a failure if you miss these goals that gave you direction and gave you action. If it gave you Direction, action, you got motivation from it, you worked to the last minute, and you got farther than you otherwise would have without the goal, then what part of that is a failure? It's not, okay? And this is what you have to be doing over and over and over is set a new goal, hit it or miss it, doesn't matter. It's for direction, it's for motivation. Set a new one, hit it or miss it, it doesn't matter. It's for direction, it's for motivation. And that is how you get somewhere. But at no point... Should you be comprehending this as, well, that is just who you are. I guess that's just who you are as a failure. And if you've got a life of a a decent amount of failure in your, you know, opinion of what failure is at this point, then you might be fighting a little bit of an uphill battle here to really get rid of that mindset, but you can't give up and you're going to get rid of it. And you need to start stacking some small wins. So if you're like, look, I just really don't want to fail again. Well, then set a goal that you know that you can hit and then go hit that one and then slowly start to increase it and then be okay with, okay, it's okay when I don't hit it as well. But set yourself up where your mindset has the opportunity to grow. So whatever you need, booby trap your business around, you know, making that happen for you. Uh, hopefully that all makes sense, guys, on how to uh, you know really execute that. But you need time-sensitive goals, and then you need to ambitiously ambitiously chase them to the last second. And regardless of what happens, if you did your best, if you worked harder, if you had direction, if you had marketing innovation clarity, then you were an absolute winner every single time. That's what I got for you today. Remember, subscribe to the podcast. Episode 200 is going to be absolutely epic. You're not going to want to miss it. And uh, I will see you then.